What's up, everybody? Welcome to another show with the Oak Bros. Sunday morning. How you doing? How you feeling? Mm. Big J? Mm. I'm feeling all right. It's <laughs> all a, night. It's, all a, night. it's a <laughs> Sunday edition of the Oak Bros. Uh, hangover edition. <laughs> yeah. We're we're getting by here. Uh, but, you know, I had to do this for all the fans out there. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't let them down this yeah. week, so I... Uh, they're waiting on. They're waiting on the show. They're waiting on. Uh, I've had a have a couple people call me. Hey, what's the show? You know, you were usually getting Tuesdays. I told you, well, you guys, if you guys listen to the last pod, it's gonna be Sunday mornings now. Yeah, check Sunday morning or Saturday nights, but they'll be there, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. To say that this morning's a bit of a struggle for me, uh, <laughs> it's an understatement, I guess you could say. Yeah, we appreciate you but, being uh, on the pod. On but yeah, the... I had to be up. I had to be up and had to get <laughs> you know a little bit of Zoa, and I'm good to go, dude. <laughs> yes, it's all about the Zoa. But uh, speaking of long nights, um, Clippers. Ouch. Long nights, the Clippers. This series is weird to me, dude. I I, I really believe the Clippers should be up three one, and I. Honestly, believe if Kawhi was playing, I think this series is almost locked up with the Clippers. Yeah, it just feels like um, it feels like the Clippers uh, should have won last night. Uh, the game was close enough where they could have took it. Uh, it they should have they should have definitely won game two. Uh, game one, they were pretty much in it all the way till the end. Uh, so I mean, yeah, this series, the Clippers. <clears throat> They've been in this series even without Kawhi. It's it's kind of impressive, you know. I I know I'm a, I know I like to sm- talk smack about the Clippers all the time, but it's kind of impressive how they're in it without their bet, you know, even without their with their best player out, you know. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like wait, like dude, this I wouldn't be surprised. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they came back from three one because yeah, these games have been so close. Um, but I mean, they just need they just need another another uh, bit of a like they need another they need they need Kawhi they miss Kawhi Kawhi is is the difference in the series right now and you know dude who knows I mean Kawhi wins and then maybe they meet up like in Atlanta or a Bucks in the finals and they could probably take that. Too, and then we're talking Clippers World Championship, which would be insane. I'd, I'd lose my mind. Yeah, I mean, the Clippers do need someone else to step up. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, I think there was like a minute left, and they both teams had like 10 points. So they were missing shots after shots in the fourth quarter. Obviously, a low-scoring game. Um, Paul George had 23 points, 16 rebounds. Zubak, 13 points, 14 rebounds. And Reggie Jackson also had an impressive game with 20 points. Uh, Devin Booker had 25 and he fouled out. Aiden, Aiden is a beast, man. I mean, he 19 is. points. He's a difference. He's a difference in the series so far. 22 rebounds. Yeah, that's crazy. You know why the Clippers lost? Uh, uh, game two, Zubak. Zubak was the reason why they lost game two. If Zubak, you know, grows some balls and 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 you know, gets Aiden out of the paint, dude. That game is over, bro. Clippers, Clippers win that game, and it's a two-two series. Uh, let, you know, at worst, yeah. At worst, it's a two-two series right now, with the chance that hopefully Kawhi comes back for Game Five, and and we'll see. But yeah, dude, it's just been um, it's been a it's been a crazy series. 
Yeah, that game two was uh, really crazy. Obviously, Paul George misses those two oh, key free throws. But even then, man, like, I just... I know a lot of people were blaming Paul George because of the loss. But, yeah, he missed the two free throws. But, I mean, the Clippers did their job defensively on the other side. And they, they didn't allow the Suns to get a three. And they ended up winning on that really terrible, terrible play by the, by the Clippers. And you say Zubac's fault. Um, I heard, I didn't see it, but I heard that uh, Devin Booker like had a pick on him. So that's why uh, Aiden was able to get a jump on Zubac. I didn't, I didn't see it, but that's, that's what I heard. But, man, just, uh, that's heartbreaking. I thought the series was over there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I told you, I told you, um, if they went down 0-2 in the series, uh, it was over. Because I don't think they could have gone down 0-2 against the Suns. But, I mean, the Clippers are showing life, man. I mean, I got to give them the credit. Yeah, uh, I got to give them credit. They're, they're showing life, and, and, and they're not uh, they're not just rolling over, you know. It could be easy for them to just be like, hey, uh, we don't have our best player. You know, we're yeah. going to lose a series. But, no, you know, Paul, Paul George, I know Paul George is probably not the closer yeah. that, that uh, you want to have, but... Hey, bro, he's keeping you in it, and uh, other guys have to step up, you know, because, you know, sometimes you, people, players are just not closers, you know. They're they're good players. They'll keep you in the game, and you just need that other guy to, to help you close it. Uh, in some cases, that'd be Kawhi, you know, or you need your bench to step up. I felt like with, with uh, Utah, it was uh, Kawhi would get it. I mean, uh, Paul George would get it started. And then you had guys like Beverly, you had guys like, um, uh, what, uh, what, E-Man, the E-Man is his name, right? Okay. The, the, the guy with the treads. Oh. oh, is it, uh, Man? Man, there you go. Uh-huh. There you go. So. Yeah, he had that huge game. You know, so game. you have, you have, you have, you know, guys step up at the end of the game, which kind of helped. Paul George a bit, you know, but now you know they're kind of they're kind of well. I mean, they're they're playing well, but but I feel like it's a, a three uh, three guy show right now. I think it's Paul George, Reggie Jackson, and uh, Zubac. But even then, they're like it's not numbers that are like crazy. I mean, Reggie Jackson has stepped up, but yeah, they he's... need someone else. And then Rondo's not playing this series. Um, I'm not sure exactly why. Maybe because of the matchups. I don't know. Uh, but they need a spark. But I see that that's that's where I feel like Tyron Lue should be like, hey, you know what? It because it, it, it seems like they're struggling to score. I mean, yeah. last last game, no, last the game three, game same, three no. but the the three prior, I mean, the game two and game and game four, yeah. it just seems like they've had trouble scoring, uh, moving the basketball on offense. So if you put bring in a guy like uh, Rondo who has playoff experience. You know, um, and championship experience, yeah. dude. I think why, why wouldn't he? Why couldn't you get, give him a shot? Yeah, you know, and then I mean, yeah, and then not only that, get get him some minutes, put him on Chris Paul, frustrate Chris Paul a bit, and uh, and you know they those two have a, a bit of a history. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, who knows, man? I mean, I don't know. I think uh, Lou Lou needs to get in uh, Rondo, uh, get him in for. For at least for at least you know a couple couple minutes a game you know um, you know especially in the fourth quarter or something you know just get just get them in there you know help them move the offense. Yeah, so I, I would like to see Rondo. I don't know if they you would see him late in the series like this. I don't know if that's in the plan, but yeah, they needed someone else to step up. As far as the the Suns, I mean, obviously Devin Booker had that huge game one. I mean, his mid range man is pretty incredible. 
Um, now I kind of understand why people uh, compared him with Kobe a little bit, and I understand why Kobe oh, loved stop. him. stop. Kobe loved Booker, man. They they had that relationship, and oh yeah, Kobe, they did. Kobe thought he was he was a dog, and I, you see it in Devin Booker, man. I mean that mid range dude is it's kind of like you're watching Kobe. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so they're getting that from Booker. Obviously, that huge game one, the game two, Cameron Payne <laughs> goes off. Sid, I say, yeah, he goes off, has a huge game. So I think. I think the Suns have had big games from uh, different players, and the Clippers have it. I think that maybe that's the difference because every game has been closed besides Game Three, and that's why the Clippers are down three one. But I, not gonna count them out. I, I think Clippers could come back. They have a talented team, but uh, if I'm the Suns, I'm looking to close out this very next game just so. Yeah, you, if you're the Suns, you gotta close it out Game Five. You you do not want to come back to LA, and then have them with the chance to uh, force a Game Seven. You don't want that. So if you're the, if you're the Suns and you're a Suns fan, uh, you got to close this game out, game five. If if for some reason the Clippers find a way to win game five, man, I, I think momentum has shifted and Clippers could steal the series. Yeah, I think so too. Especially if, if there's a sign or something that Kawhi might be back. I, have they even said anything about Kawhi? I haven't heard nothing. Damn, man, it, it's that injury seems so weird, bro. Like they don't say nothing. Yeah. They didn't say torn ACL. They didn't say nothing. nothing. Like it's like as as of what we know, it's a sprained knee, and he's been out what two weeks already. Yeah. So it's like what, like dude, sprained. I mean, I'm no doctor, man, and and I know when I get injured, it takes me like days. I mean, weeks to recover, but. I mean, dude, I I would I would think that that with all the like you know advanced sports medicine these guys have and all this, like he'd be he'd be suiting up for for I thought he would play game four. I really thought he would play game four. I was like, oh, he's probably gonna play game four. But they're not even saying like they're not even saying that he's. Possibly probable for five. They ain't seen nothing. Yeah. So They're it's so nothing. weird. The situation is weird. But like it, like I said on the last pod, Kawhi's known for this. And I mean, it sucks if you're a Clipper fan. And they and they say Kawhi is let's say eighty percent. He's not going, and he could play. I think it's frustrating for a Clipper fan, man. I yeah. Think you're like you're there, dude. They haven't, um, they haven't been to the West Finals ever. Ever, yeah. You know, so you're on the doorstep, and your star player, uh, if he's really hurt, then I, I'm with Kawhi, you know, rest it out. But if he's, but if he's really hurt, they would have just said, hey, he's yeah, done for done. the That's year, true. you know. I mean, this is a mind game. You're playing with the Suns, but I don't... But what, the, how does that even... Yeah, yeah, no, this... If, if Kawhi is 80% and he's not on the court, oh, man, like, that looks so bad. Not only that, it's... it it um. It's definitely not going to rub the Clippers or organization the right way. So I think uh, if he opts out this this season, which I think he can opt out, I don't think the Clip I don't think the Clippers want him back. I, trust me. Like I just get the sense that if he opts out, Clippers probably won't even make an offer for him to come back. If he opts in, obviously you know they gotta yeah. suck it up and 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 take take on the remaining contract, but. If he if he does if he doesn't 
Oh, I don't think the Clippers. I think the Clippers say fuck it, take off, and they're just gonna ride with Paul George and try to see if they could trade for someone. Yeah, trade for another star or or see what they what other what other moves they could do. You know. Yeah, uh, that would be frustrating to find out if that's actually true with Kawhi. Um, going to to the other series, the Hawks Bucks. I mean, that game one was really really close. Um, Trey Young obviously goes off for forty eight points or something crazy like that. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I kind of, I don't see this series lasting long. <laughs> like, yeah, I think this series should, should be over in five. I think so too. I think the Bucks <clears throat> just kind of got slapped in the face game one. You know, they had just came off an emotional okay, uh, series with Brooklyn and all that. And it seems like they just got slapped in the face game one. Game two, it looks like they just said, you know what? F this, dude. We're going to yeah. put you guys out and out early. Yeah, starters were gone in yeah. the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think uh, tonight uh, it's a big game in Atlanta, right? Atlanta. Tonight, yeah, game three. Uh, it's going to be a big game for the Bucks. I think the Bucks, uh should should take today's game. If they take today's game, take a control of the series, I mean, I could see I could see Atlanta winning one more game, maybe, but that's if they're I, that's that's if they're lucky, man. I I think uh, the Bucks when they're locked in, Drew Holiday looks like he's um yeah he looks uh he looks like he's back to being uh, Drew Holiday, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, I think this series is uh, very important for the Bucks to try to close it out early because if if the Suns do close out early. You know, they're going to be well-rested uh, waiting for them. So, I, dude, Suns, Bucks kind of looks very entertaining, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to count out the Clippers and the Hawks yet, no. but that series looks pretty pretty, pretty enticing. I mentioned this before. I mean, the Hawks remind me of the Tennessee Titans when they made the AFC Championship. Just this team that just got hot. No one really expected them uh, to do anything. And they're a talented team, young team, man, uh, what their coach has done. I mean, they fired the coach midseason. Uh, they had Rondo. They traded Rondo. Huh? Oh, that's right. They traded yeah. Rondo. So, so it's amazing what the, the Hawks have done, you know, and that they keep going. Cool. But, you know, I'm going for the Bucks. Hopefully the Bucks will close it out in five. Yeah, I think the, I think the Hawks, I think Trey Young has uh, has showed the NBA world that um, the you can never be too young for the moment. You know, a lot. I, I know that there's a lot of cases where it's like, oh yeah, so and so, he's too young. He's not ready. He's too young. No, dude, this guy is. He's young and he's like carrying this team. And not only that, but they got good shooters. Yeah. I, I, I like the, um, uh, you know, they got that guy Collins. They got a. Uh, they got Warder. Yeah, that guy, dude. He's he's such he's a he's such a good shooter, dude. Yeah, he just got shut down. And man. Um, yeah, man, they just they, they just have a pretty good team. And heading into the next offseason, if they could add another star or or something, wow, like yeah, the Hawks are in business to to be a Eastern Conference powerhouse. If they could add another star. Yeah. Uh, you know, to complete to uh, compete with uh, teams like uh, the Bucks and the and uh, the Nets that that and then Sixers. Who knows what's gonna happen there? But mm-hmm. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, um, I feel like the series kind of shifted with the shimmy. <laughs> Did you hear about that? Yeah, the shimmy three. Giannis goes to the bench. He he starts with his uh, teammates. You know, the shimmy on us. You know, let him do the shimmy. You know, Milwaukee. 
Um, but yeah, man, I, I, like I said, I, the real reason why I picked the Bucks even before the series started in this is just there's no one that's gonna stop, can stop Giannis, dude. No, they there's have. No I, I don't team. think they have a big who could just stay with. Him. Yeah, Giannis had uh, 25 points this last game, but that's because it was a blowout. If not, I think Giannis 35 plus every game because there's no one that can stop him. Yeah, they true. have no one. But we'll see how that turns out. It's gonna be a good game, game three. Um, before we move on to anything else, I do want to talk about the Philadelphia Sixers. Oh my god, man! Game seven, they lost to the Atlanta Hawks, obviously. But if you're Philly, I mean, what do you do, man? Ben Simmons looks lost. He looks, he doesn't look uh, confident, and you need that. I mean, you hear uh, Doc's comments after the game saying, "I don't know if uh, uh, Ben Simmons is a championship caliber player," and you know. All that is in the locker room, and then you have Embiid take a shot at him as well, uh, saying, "I think, I think uh, Simmons passed an easy dunk, and then he just uh, passed it out to yeah. a shooter." What do you think? What do you think the, the Philly needs to do? This well, I, I think he had a, uh, he had a dunk, and then the guy is right underneath the basket, and instead of him dunking it, he passes it to the guy, and the guy gets fouled. You know. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with with Simmons. Like he just, um, well, he lost his shot. Confidence for sure is shot. Like his his confidence is not there. But the fact that you're you're uh, you're not even like how can I tell you? You're you're letting you're letting your team down by not taking shots. Like like at least hey, just take it. You know that dunk. Who cares? Just go. If they foul you, and you go into the line. Oh well. But at least you're you're telling your team that hey you're not gonna give up regardless you know, and and yeah man ah he looks lost out there he looks his confidence looks shot. Um, if you're Philly, I mean, there's pretty much nothing you could do I think in my opinion because nobody's gonna want him like after his performance, uh, what he did in the playoffs, who's gonna want him? I mean, unless you're trading him to the Lakers for Cal Kuzma. <laughs> Like that's the only offer you probably got. Like, like who who else? Like, who else are you gonna trade him for? You know, you you're gonna end up trading him for another guy who's on the same boat as he is, like Kyle Kuzma. He's I mean he didn't do anything in the playoffs, and and you're gonna trade pretty much two unknowns. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Philly Philly definitely needs to get somebody else. Um. To run that that show down there because they do have a pretty good team. They, they just do. they just missing, they're just missing not necessarily a star. I think if you could trade Simmons and get some good role players on a point guard who could just run the offense, even a guy like uh, Drew Holiday, a Rondo, a veteran guy. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of guys that that are that are out there. Schroeder, I mean, he might be a free agent. So even like yeah. you get a guy like that just to kind of run the offense. Uh, and and get rid get rid of uh, Simmons, dude. Send him out somewhere. Send him to the Pelicans or something. I don't know. Get Zion. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, who? But who do you put the blame on in the series? I mean, do you put it on Doc? Do you put it on Simmons? Who? Someone has to take the blame here. Doc well, look, I I, I I put. Okay, Simmons. I put it. I put it on him because a percentage of it because of his shot. Mm-hmm. You know. Him not being confident in shooting, uh, I got, he has to he has to get a little bit of blame. 
But Doc Rivers also has to take some blame, bro. Like, like, how could you have two games back to back? You're up 15 plus, right? Both games, and you lose them. One of them at home, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like, what are you doing? I think, uh, I think the last one, uh, he had to take the starters out. Apparently, I didn't watch the game because they started a little bit early, but uh, apparently he had to take out the starters, and then the Hawks came back. And it was just like... Yeah, you can't do that. You can't just uh, full on take out your starters. You want to take out Embiid, okay? Yeah. You know, give him some rest. You're up by a, quite a bit. But as soon as you see them, cut that thing down to like 10. That's it, dude. Let's in. go. Get in there. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like... I don't know. Doc Rivers, he... He's held a lot of teams back from being great. Like that Boston team. So that, t- that team could have been great. They could have won... I don't know, four championships. Instead, they only win one. Um, what other team? Clippers. He uh, Clippers. So, two, Clip- three, one leads. With the Clippers, he put he blew two, three, one leads. Uh, he he st- he had Chris Paul like in his prime, and he couldn't uh, he couldn't he couldn't deliver, and. I mean, it sucks. You can't blame it all on the coach because the players have to execute. But it depends on what you're preaching. I don't know what's in the going on going on in the locker room or in the huddle. But it also depends on what you're preaching. And there was a couple times in Game 7 where I saw Embiid roll his eyes. I don't know if it was towards a Doc or it was towards, like, Simmons not being aggressive or whatever. But... There was a couple times where Simmons, I mean, Embiid was kind of like rolling his eyes like, what the hell did you just say? You know? Uh, So, I mean, I don't know, man. I think there has to be blame for Doc and there has to be blame for Simmons. And and that's pretty much it, you know. I know know Embiid probably didn't have the greatest series, but with his knee being a little banged up and being out there, another, another guy that I think he is... Highly underrated is Curry. Yeah, um, Curry was a star at this uh, series. Man. Yeah, second dude. star. Yeah, the second star for for them and and yeah, it's 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 crazy. But hey, uh, yeah, for 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 me, it's definitely Doc and Simmons. I gotta take some blame. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, Simmons is on a five year deal, one hundred and seventy seven mil that he signed back in twenty nineteen. So we just see what the Sixers decide to do. They have a team. Uh, just they're having a hole and they took a step back this year with the Hawks. <clears throat> um, but yeah, that, that's all the NBA. Uh, obviously, a big game three today. Um, excited to see that. Uh, MLB. Uh, how do you how are you feeling about MLB? Uh, let the world know uh, how you're doing mentally. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, but. Um, a lot has been going on in MLB. I mean, Padres uh, sweep the Dodgers this uh, this past week. I mean, obviously the Dodgers <laughs> got no hit by the Cubs with Zach Davies, right? Oh my gosh! Don't even mind me. Craig Crimble, <laughs> he didn't even know it was a no hitter at the at the time. He's uh, looking at everybody celebrating. Yeah, like, Whoa! Why are you good. jumping? Dude, we just won a game. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and the Dodgers had the walk off win against the, the Cubs yesterday. But um, I mean. I, on the group chat, you were saying that you were mad, but do you really see it as a big problem, or you just, you know, it's just one of these stretches in baseball where their teams, you know, they're slumps, and it happens to every team. 
Well, of course you're mad. I mean, you're a passionate fan. You obviously want to <clears throat> win every team and then uh, beat every team. And then you got stupid ass fools like Machado. Like, like, just that guy. He just frustrates me, man. He frustrates me. When he was in a Dodger uniform, he could not run out a ground ball. Now this guy's like, he hustles for everything. He turns a, he tries to turn a single into a double. He like throws himself, makes his ridiculous catches at third base, throws at, the, and then. And then when he was with the Dodgers, it was kind of like, yeah, whatever. I'm just here, la la, throwing it. Like, okay, um, personal opinion. What do you think happened with the Dodgers then? Like, because obviously he wanted to get out of Baltimore. He gets out of Baltimore. You go to a World Series contender team, and but we all saw this that there was no motivation for him. Is it that he didn't want to be in LA? I mean, remember when he arrived? He got the number eight because of Kobe. I love being oh, in yeah, LA. Dude, no this way. and that. Don't you ever. Everywhere that number. So, what do you think happened? Do you think it's something behind the locker room that we never got to hear, or what? Because I don't know what I don't know exactly what it was. It looked like he didn't want to be there. Yeah, it kind of it kind of did look like he didn't want to be there. Uh, maybe he just didn't fit in the locker room. But I think the Padres fit him. The Padres that 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 culture fits him. The the whole Tatis, the whole. Um, you know, Tatis plays with a swagger. I think that kind of he he thrives with that. I think uh, who else uh, on that team plays with a little bit of swagger? I mean, they're all pretty cocky, pretty much, dude. They, I mean, and then they fucking wear their stupid chain after they hit a home run. It's like the <laughs> fucking famous play looking motherfuckers. But but yeah, man, I I I don't know, bro. I just feel like the Padres uh, right now they're they're literally. Uh, one up on the Dodgers, like it's. It, I mean, it's early. It's 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 a long season. Uh, this happens all the time, but it seems like when they these two teams play each other, it seems like the Padres want it more, and it seems like the Dodgers are just going out there. Yeah, we hurt. We were hurt. Uh, we didn't have bets since for that series, or at least the last couple games, no bets. He had a stomach flu. Uh, Bellinger had just came off the the, the IL. Um, Muncie had just came back also. Uh, we recently, uh, and then uh, Seager's still not there at shortstop. I don't miss his defense, but I do miss his bat in the lineup. But, and then, uh, I mean, we're, you're pretty much letting your pitchers down, dude. Like, you got, you got guys like Bueller, Bauer, Kershaw. They're keeping you in the game, and, and it's like you're, you're, uh, you're not providing them with offense, you know? Mm. So many times, even yesterday, I know we won yesterday 3-2, but so many times yesterday, uh, it was like, it was like they had the bases loaded, one out, and they just couldn't drive in the runs. So I know it's a long season, and I know baseball works this way, where you have stretches where the offense is unstoppable, pitching is unstoppable, and stuff like that, but... I just think the Dodgers, when it comes to playing the Padres, they got to play with a more uh, sense of urgency. Don't don't let them slap you around. Remind them that they're the little brothers of the of of the NL West. Okay, you know, we you know same thing with the Giants. I know the Giants are hot right now, and we got a two game series with the Giants coming up Monday and Tuesday. Uh, so you're, if you're the Dodgers, man, you got to show the Giants, hey, like this is still our division. Uh, settle down a bit, you know. Uh, but yeah, it, I think the Dodgers need to um, need to make probably a, another move, uh, and 
maybe add add to that rotation. I know that we have uh, we're pretty deep, and you could probably say, "What what are you doing?" But I think in the postseason, you're probably going to need another guy to start. Urias has been amazing, uh, but he's also uh, he's also been like it seems like he's run out of gas lately. So in the postseason, you might have to save him for the bullpen, and you're going to need another starter. So I would I would love the Dodgers to go after a guy like Scherzer, who is like uh, is his uh, last year of his contract, probably not going to uh, cost much. Uh, hopefully the Nationals, uh, you know, lo- uh, lose, even though they're not, they're on fire right now. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I mean, obviously I think this all happens to every team. I think the Dodgers will be fine. But yeah, these, uh, these Padres, Dodgers matchups, they're, they're key now. They're, they're becoming, uh, really must watch TV. And also, like you said, you got the Giants coming up. So I think that's going to be a must watch as well. Um, this three-team race is great for the game, great for the NL West. Um, yeah, and speaking of another rivalry, the Red Sox are 5-0 on the Yankees, man. I look, I look terrible picking the Yankees when end up making the playoffs. <laughs> the Red Sox are hot. Uh, they've been owning the Yankees this year. Um, maybe maybe I discounted the Red Sox. Maybe I, I slept on the Red Sox. How the hell they're winning? I feel like the Red Sox are like the Giants. Like yeah. I still don't understand either how the Giants are, are like, like in first place. I, I would get it, you know. Like it's we're in June, heading into July. So now it's like you cannot say that it's early. Like you can't. No. It's past the mid-season point or about. So you cannot say that it's early. Same thing with the Red Sox. Yeah, and I think if you're the Yankees, you're panicking now because you're getting. You're getting close to the trade deadline. What are you going to do? Um, I mean, look, the Rays and Red Sox are kind of running away with this division little by little. And imagine, yeah. imagine New York Yankees not making the playoffs. And the New York Mets in the playoffs? What Ooh. world are we living in? Exactly. It looks like the world got flipped upside down. But, yeah, the Red Sox continue to be uh, owning the Yankees, owning the division. Uh it might end up being Red Sox Tampa Bay, and yeah, the old bros are wrong again with the Yankees. Yeah, it's just <laughs> I, I didn't expect that from the Yankees this year. I expected a little bit, uh, but you know, I've, I've always said this on this pod. What concerned me about the Yankees wasn't their bullpen, wasn't their offense. It was their starting rotation. It was Cole and who else? Yeah, you know that 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 much. was all always my question with them. Yeah, Cole's your ace, and but who else is? Going to fill in as a number two and number three guy. And and especially in a playoff series, dude, you're going to need more than a guy like Cole, you know? They've got Kluber, right? Yeah. And how's he doing? I just I know he had a couple good starts, but I haven't really... I haven't heard of Kluber in a while. So, I don't know if he got hurt again. Yeah, so, so, yeah, I mean, if you're the Yankees, you have to... They kind of remind me of the Angels. They have all these, like, awesome lineup and and everything and they're just missing that that pitching you know what i mean like like especially especially the starters dude i feel like the yankees have had a a dominant bullpen over the past couple years but it seems like once they get into the postseason they burn out their bullpen because they're carrying them throughout these long regular seasons and and yeah they yankees kind of flame out yeah um so kluber hasn't pitched since uh, may 25th Jesus. I uh, don't know what happened. Um, I 
think I don't think Severino's back, but I think uh, they're gonna. It's gonna be key for Severino. But then you're expecting a lot from him coming off that injury. So did he have Tommy John? Yeah, oh, that was last year, right? Yeah. So um, you're the Yankees, man. Fan frustrated, dude. frustrated with organization. At least to get one more pitch or something. Dude. Yet they leave the MLB like in triple plays every time I turn on. I turn the TV they like. <laughs> they have a triple play, dude. That's true. That's true. Usually their defense is a problem. So I don't know. We'll they see. just, they just, they, they need a. I feel like they need a. They need some more pitching, and and I mean, pitching at the deadline is usually a premium, dude. If, I mean, maybe a guy like Scherzer would fit with them. Yeah, it would they need, they need a guy like that. But then again, who knows what's gonna happen? You know, Nationals at last. Last week, I heard like the Nationals had won ten out of eleven. I don't know how I don't know how they're doing the last couple of days, but Nationals look like they were trying to get back in that division, and it doesn't seem like I mean the Mets I know are leading the division, but everybody else doesn't seem like they really wanted. The Braves are just hanging around there, but they're close, but not yet. Yet they seem so far. Phillies also like they kind of just hanging out there, but they seem I don't know. Yeah, the Nationals are probably getting back at this point. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's gonna the right be. It's gonna Mets first, National second, Braves one game back at the National. So the Nationals are in second now. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Schober's on a tear, dude. I know. Yeah, I did hear about that. He's been balling. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how this turns out. I mean, it's gonna be really interesting. Cause I mean, even the Marlins, they're nine games back. That's not a lot to be in June, you know. I'll just bury the Marlins. I know. I I don't think I don't expect them to make playoffs, but I mean, I'm just saying the division is competitive. Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with the Nationals. That's another tough situation. Do you get rid of Scherzer or do you start stacking up on players? Uh, well, I think if you're the Nationals and you know trade deadline is about a month away, so if you're the Nationals, uh, you if you're you're like a couple weeks in July into July after Fourth of July and you're only four games back. I think you just have to ride with that team. You can't trade surgery. You can't. You have to ride with that team. That team got hot a couple years ago, uh, and they ended up making a deep run in the playoffs and won the championship. So I think if if, if you're the Nationals, you got to try to ride it out again. You know, uh, Corbin had looked had looked a, a little better um, last couple starts, I think. And then you still got Strasburg. I think he he came back right. Strasburg? He came back? I think. I'm not okay. sure. So, I think you got to ride it out. You got to ride it out. And a guy like Schober, who, you know, he's he's carrying your offense right now. And uh, and you just got to you just gotta ride with it. I think if you're the Nationals and, and see what, what you know. Because I've told you, like, I think the Nationals have a good team. They have a good team to compete. And for the division, it's just kind of like, uh, this season ha- had started off really slow for them. Yeah, Strasser's not back yet. Um, oh, he's not? No, he's still not back. When does he get back? He doesn't say. He just says uh, he went on the I.L. three weeks ago with the next train. Um, man, poor Strasser, man. He's never healthy, man. Never healthy, but <laughs> never I mean... Never healthy, all that Well, talent. the good thing is that it's just the next train, not nothing with his arm. That's so, true. That's true. So you could get him back by before the deadline. That's a huge piece to have back. You mm-hmm. know, him, Scherzer, mm-hmm. and then... Corbin, those are you know that that pre- that trios would pretty much uh, got them uh, to that uh, World Series championship. Yeah, that three-headed monster. So see, but speaking of injuries, uh, 
terrible news. Mike Soroka retore his Achilles in the in the in the clubhouse, man. What? Yeah. I didn't hear about this one. He was re- he's recovering from uh, Achilles injury. I guess he was walking around the clubhouse toward again. So that's another setback for for the Atlanta Braves and him. So that sucks to hear, especially something so simple as walking in the locker room. So. Oh my god. Yeah, man. Unfortunate. Um. Again, uh, Tatis had a huge game against the Diamondbacks on Friday. Three but you guys won yesterday. Three guys. home runs for our good Yeah. Uh, D-back snap, a 24-game road losing streak. We hadn't won since April something. Did you road. guys celebrate in the clubhouse? I think we started uh, celebrating on the field or something. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Jesus. It's been depressing. How do you feel? Like, like how do you feel? Like, I, I mean... Mentally? Yeah. You know, because... <laughs> I remember the last time the Dodgers had a bad season was, I think it was the year that uh, Braun won the championship. I mean, Braun won the MVP. Oh, 2011. He had, we had Matt Camp. He was on an MVP, uh, you know, in the MVP race, too. That, that was the last time I think the Dodgers missed the playoffs. So, I, I, like, you, how are you doing mentally? Mentally. <laughs> it's tough, man. It's tough. But I think if you're the Dodgers at this point... You do so. You have some pieces, obviously, like Mario Kelly. He's been our the guy carrying us on the rotation. I mean, no one from the rotation has been able to go like four innings. Oh, what happened to Gallon? Gallon, he had a great outing in his last outing. I think he went six, one and run, but um, still got the loss. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I think if you're the Diamondbacks, you just work. I heard rumors about trading Escobar. I think you just work on getting rid of the veterans. You know, keeping Marte, keep Kelly, keep Gallon, keep some of the core guys. Something to build around, you know? Yeah. Um, I think you got to get rid of guys like Peralta yeah. and, and, and um, Escobar, like you said. Try to get something for them. And then, you know, you're probably going to get the number one pick this year. Probably. <laughs> so, you know, just keep keep building. Keep building because you guys have a young team. I, to begin the season, you know, people were like, oh, they picked them to win, be third of the division. Look, I, you looked at that team, and it was like you saw these young guys like Rojas, um, that, uh, Smith. Has yeah, even uh, the, your catcher, the guy you guys got. Carson Kelly. Yeah, like you saw, you saw potential There's in potential the team. Then, yeah. You know what I mean? And it was kind of like I think you guys are just young, and, and if you guys add some more pieces. But I think – Arizona's problem is they spend money in the offseason on guys who are past their prime. Yeah. You actually need to spend that money on guys who are in their prime. Don't spend it on Bumgarner when he's, like, pretty much done. I, you know what I mean? The logic, I think, behind that was, okay, we, you know, we got Gruder Grinky, We get a haul for Grinky. I think... What they were thinking was like, okay, we bring Bumgarner to help the young guys as well on a on a guess on a cheaper deal than Granky, but you know it didn't turn out because he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. So and everybody's hurt, dude. Marte again hurt with his hamstring. He after one at bat, he leaves the game again after he had just left last week after one at bat. Wow. Carson Kelly's on the IL. Bumgarner obviously on the IL. Weaver on the sixty day IL. Every gallon barely came back. It's it's a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. And, but yeah, I mean, the nine, I'm I think depressed. the only thing good out in Arizona is probably your uh, churro dog, the churro dog and the Phoenix Suns, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Vladi hit his 26 home run. He now leads the MLB with 26 against the Orioles. He hit it. Um, three straight games with a home run. Four of his last seven with a home run. He's in a seven-game winning streak. He hit his 50th home run, career home run, in 258 games. Uh, just like his dad. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is like insane, that bro. That is insane. His Dude, People, I think people forget how good Vlad Guerrero was, like, uh, the dad, like how good he was, dude. Like I remember this guy used to the ball used to be like on the edge of the plate and he used to tear that thing off, bro. Like the ball was almost touching the ground and he he was he was such a good low ball hitter. And then you see his son, dude, he just plays he's very quiet too. None of this like Tatis where he's like like I am I'm okay with having fun, but you know, Vlad is just goes about his business. You know, what I mean, hits a homer. You know, celebrates a little bit with his team, but then he doesn't put on some stupid flavor fade chain and, and then <laughs> run around. Uh, uh, you know, they it, the, the game is like out of hand, and yet they're still like jumping and I don't know. Just I mean, yeah, I just they just have it against the Padres right now. Yeah, yeah, I can tell. I can tell you, you got it. Against and then they're closer, dude. Melanson. I can't stand that guy. I, I can't. Him? Profar? Oh, my God. And then Profar Grish, Grisham. Grisham. Like, I, that guy, dude, for some reason, like, it's him and Machado at the top of my list right now. Like, I can't, and he doesn't do anything. We might just give you 10 minutes to yourself just to rip the pod. Right I, think, I think you... Oh, nah. You know that Packer show I did the other time by myself? I think we need one for you and Padre. Yeah, I just... Dude. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. Uh, a little <laughs> off topic here. We'll go back to Vlad. But yeah, Vlad, obviously a big star, man. Um, he's doing incredible things. I don't expect nothing less than a home run today against the <laughs> Orioles. Every time I have him on one of my leagues, and then I always get this update, Vlad hits home run. I'm like, damn, how many home runs does he have? Yeah. But yeah, 26, leading them will be, um, uh, what am I saying? Luis Castillo's having a good June, 1.71 ERA in June. It's good to see him getting back on track. Nick Castaneda, custom, right? What about him? He's balling too. He's balling again. Yeah, yeah. So, that uh, team, that Reds team, is pretty scary. I was, they got Jesse Winker as well. He's, they're hanging, they're hanging around, and been on a tear. They're hanging around, and, and the Cardinals are just struggling. Yeah. So Cardinals are struggling. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, before we end the show, man, All Star uniform. What's your take on it? What do you think about the hats? What do you think about the, the unis? I mean, the hat. The hat's not that bad. I don't think it's uh, it's okay, but that jersey, dude, what the was that like, dude? Like, who helped MLB design that thing? So it says it says L like for example, the Dodger one is white, and then they say L L A D in big red letters, and then in blue letters right underneath that is the L A Dodger logo. Who does that, bro? Like, like you can't. I don't know. I, I'm sorry, MLB. Like you've been taking L's on this pod for, uh, the last couple of weeks with your, with your uh, sticky scandal. Now you're taking an L with these uniforms, dude. What was that? Like that is horrible. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. Like in in the thinking of making that jersey. Uh, yeah. Like, it's just it's just it's just disgusting. Yeah, the jerseys are ridiculous. And then it has a two button on top. 
So it's not a full button down. It's just like two or three buttons on the top. Like, what were you thinking right there? Like, at first when I saw it, I was like, oh, it's a warm-up jacket. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I thought it was a warm-up jacket. I was like, oh, it's probably one of those warm-up jackets. I have one of those, you know? Uh, I was like, okay, it's a little uh, warm-up jacket. All right, that's cool. Not that bad. Then I find out it's a jersey, and then I check the price, dude. It's like the uh, authentic one's like 400 bucks, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is a jersey. Forget it. Not paying that, dude. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Giraffnik Mark, I don't know if anybody's familiar with him. He has a baseball YouTube channel. If you haven't, check him out. (laughs) He said they look like soccer jerseys. They do. (laughs) They do. It looks like the USA soccer jerseys. And then the worst thing about it, he mentioned, I didn't even notice this when I first saw it. There's like a Hawaiian. Yeah. Thing on him. That is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Like, 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 if Colorado has anything to do with. <laughs> Apparently, oh. Georgia has um, their state flowers, whatever Hawaiian. I guess I don't know. I heard something about that. Um, but yeah, I guess because it was originally supposed to be in Atlanta, Georgia, and <sighs> they switched last minute. Maybe that's why it's on there. But no, dude, they shouldn't. They should just put some Rocky Mountains right there on the yeah, on the, the, the. I don't know. Well, horrible, horrible jersey. Yeah, I think MLB should just let the players wear their team jersey. Well, no. Well, well, I don't know. I heard... Well, they do it every All-Star game. Okay. They they let them play their team jerseys. But then I heard rumors that this actually might be... Yeah, the, that's what I heard too, so... This actually might be the jersey this year for the All-Star game. Hopefully, they don't do that. Yeah. Usually, MLB lets you wear your team jersey. And, and yeah, it. usually, that if it's the NL, they'll just wear their white jerseys. And the AL will wear their road jerseys. And, and kind of like to, you know, to separate a little bit, you know. But... But yeah, I don't know, man. If this is if this is the jersey they're gonna actually use in the game, God, Santa Maria, dude. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty bad, dude. Yeah. And I don't. At first, I I didn't mind the hat, but it looks. Now that I more I look at it, there's a lot going on. The yeah, hat. there is a lot going on. Like I, I'm I'm a I'm a big hat collector, so when I see like the All Star hats, I see you know, the new patches come out and different hats. Uh, I'm I'm one of the first ones to try to get one, but this year I haven't been feeling it, dude. I even the even the Fourth of July cap that came out, I'm like, I kind of like. Okay, I can't agree on that one. I got this. So. <laughs> I really love the Fourth of July hat. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe the Dodger one. I'm just not so hyped on it. I think I feel like other years they've made it way better. Uh, and then let's also see. Let me see. Father's Day cap wasn't that bad. No. Um, Mother's Day cap, I guess this is nothing really changes. It's just the pink and the blue. The memorial they had was just horrible, though. Oh yeah, the armed forces one. Oh, that, w- that hat was just bad. Like I was thinking of getting it, but I didn't. Oh my god, that hat was bad. I don't know what they were thinking. I can't believe you think the Fourth of July hats are bad. No, I don't think I don't see. I don't like see. I don't like that little side LA. Uh, okay. I, I like the front, but I just don't like the side, side LA. LA. I don't like that. The red, yeah, the red hats are terrible. Dude. Yeah. The red hats are terrible. I think the blue hats are really good. Um, but yeah, and we will, we'll, I guess we'll be able to touch more on this next week on our, our Fourth of, of July show. We're gonna talk. Yeah, about we're baseball, gonna we're so. gonna we're gonna talk a lot about baseball. But hey, before we end the show, I want to talk about something that was pretty interesting and funny. Yeah. What did you think about uh, Girardi and um, oh, yeah. Ger- Girardi <laughs> and, Scherzer. and Scherzer, dude? That was epic. Bro, like yeah. that was an epic, and then and then Sergio Romo trying yeah, to pull Sergio down his, his pants down. 
<laughs> I mean, at this point, man, I, I'm frustrated. Like, if I'm a player, I'm frustrated because all this is going on. I mean, a guy, uh, Scherzer's tied. They had just the thing I think that pissed off Scherzer is that it was right at it was during the inning. Girardi, oh no, you gotta check him. You gotta check him. I'm like, what the? Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw Scherzer, and then I don't know who was joking with Bryce Harper the next day. Check his hair. Check his hair because of it. his gel. But that was, that was pretty funny. But yeah, the whole situation was hilarious. I mean, but it's it's getting out of. I guess it was getting out of hand. I haven't heard too much stance on that. Um, yeah, but it just I don't know. Like I, Girardi looked like a damn. Oh, dude. Like, he looked like a fool. Like, what, what were you doing? Like, did you really think that that I was? I mean, I guess he was just trying to throw Scherzer off his game. But then the way he was acting, like, oh, like he was yelling at the dugout and saying, "Oh, come out here and fight me!" Like, get out of here, bro. Like, you look like a fool right now, dude. Look, you look dumb, and then you still lost. Yeah. So it's like, ah, man, like it just felt. I don't know. I I don't think you should just. I don't think you should just do that. I think. I think the empires, I guess they're pulling, you know, every couple innings, they're checking your belt and stuff like that. And that's cool, you know. That's cool. They're, 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 they're checking you to make sure you don't have the sticky stuff. I think the, what, the, what the empires were doing wasn't that bad. It would, and it doesn't seem like it's delaying the game a bit longer. They're just, you know, on your way out, they want to see what's on your hand. Yeah. And that's cool. But then you got guys... Clowns like Girardi just like, go check him. Go check him. During while he's pitching. That's the, that, that is just bad. That no, that's happen. just bad. It's just somebody needs to just deck that guy. Man. Yeah, like, you had Kershaw comment on that. It was terrible. I can't. You can't do that while a guy's dealing during an inning. It, I mean, look, if they catch it with him after the inning, I mean, he's out of the game. And, yeah. So, Suspended for 10 games. And, so what's the, yeah. Like you said, it was just a uh, tactic just to throw Scherzer off his game, apparently, Pitching too good. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like the movie Hardball. You remember it? when they didn't let the kid, the kid pitch with his headphones because uh, he was pitching too good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it, baseball's been good. I think they've been handling the situation better than they were last week. So yeah, I mean, a lot of good to talk about. Uh, yeah, it was a good show. I mean, got the Fourth of July show coming up next week. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Got, We're gonna uh, hit you with some some fire. We're gonna hit you with. What would we do if we were commissioners? Yeah. We have a lot of changes. I think the old bros have a shot to be commissioners of MLB. I think so. I mean, can't get any worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we will uh, we will definitely uh, revive the sport a bit. Yeah. I think, there needs uh, to be some, some, some light and, in the game. And then if somebody, if one of the players comes after me and says, oh, our commissioner's a baboon, then you know what? Shut up and go eat it, man. Just go play baseball. Throw the ball. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I would definitely find guys like Tatis every time they wear that stupid chain. Hell no. Nah, that shit's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, you need some personality to the game. Nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, you need, you need personality to the game. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it, it is, uh, it's funny, dude. I, I think the, the chain is hilarious. Like, I think it's funny. You know? Magic, Magic, dude, NLCS. Tatis hits a walk-off. They put a chain against the Dodgers. You you would have nightmares of that chain. I'll fucking lose it, dude. I'll lose it, bro. I'll lose it. I'll be like, what the... Or even worse, the Chato hitting the home run, walk-off home run. Yeah, I'll lose it. And then you know what frustrates me? Like, real talk, real talk, real talk. What frustrates me? I go on social media, okay? Um, I hardly use my Facebook account. But then I, I go on, 
and I look at people that they're like posting Padre stuff and they're like like and I'm just like wait what where have you been like have you been hiding under a rock for the past like two three years shit Padres damn probably even 10 years bro like where have you been and then I was like oh my god like Machado hits a homer sheesh like what where have you been, dude? Like, like I felt like I wanted to say, like, sheesh. Did you finally just get out of your rock under the cover or what, dude? Like, God. Yeah, it's just frustrating, dude, seeing, seeing, um, it just doesn't feel authentic to me. The pot, the Padres, they're, I, I get it. Their fans don't have a football team no more. NFL said, F you guys. We're going to take that away from you guys. But, uh. I get, I get. This is the only thing they got to cheer for. But I remember a couple years ago, about five years ago, I went to San Diego, watched the Dodgers uh, play down there, and it was a lot of Dodger fans. There was a lot of Padre fans too, though. And they just seem Padre fans just seem like I gotta tell you, they, they seem tense, bro. Like they seem uh, a little, a little like God. I kind of get the word like upset that they're they were that bad like, and it just seems like now since they're good it's like an uproar like it's like they came out of their shell dude like it kind of seems like they never expected the Padres to be this good they expected them to be good just not this good mm-hmm. you know when I when I was at that game you know it's like they wanted to talk smack to the Dodgers but they didn't know how to because their team wasn't winning so now it's like they're 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 winning now, so it's kind of like they got like a sense of relief where it's like, yeah, we could go toe to toe with you guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe it's just me. But yeah, no, I I can see it. I mean, I guess when you're bad for so long, I, think the, I mean, you got the passionate fans that've been watching the games for so long, but then you also got these other fans that are following the trend, either Tatis or just because the team's playing amazing. But yeah, man, I, I think you're always gonna get that, especially with these. Because I remember when Arizona was good in 2017. I mean, when we beat the Dodgers, it was like, fuck, dude. It was, yeah. I guess maybe because the Dodgers had so much success and they've been leaders of the division that you just feel like you feel great because, God, we're in the situation with this amazing team. We beat them. I remember when the Dodgers, uh, the Ironbacks beat the Dodgers and swept them in four and J.D. Martinez had like a four-home run game. That felt like Christmas. To, yeah. to us because I guess we've been so bad and I think that's how the Padres feel yeah but um Padres have looked a much better team than the 2017 Diamondback but I mean we're gonna see how it plays out I, mean, I really hope they meet up in the playoffs again I mean yeah I hope so too I, I hate I'll just be watching with popcorn and stuff I got nothing to cheer for or anything <laughs> you're probably gonna have your Tatis jersey yeah I'll probably have a Tatis jersey with a chain Jesus <laughs> alright yeah, man alright guys so hey it's a good show today Bright and early, bringing you guys that heat, that fire. Uh, yeah, not not even a couple modelos would have stopped me from getting up today. I was up, uh, half asleep in the morning, but I was up. Got to give you a round of applause for that. Yeah, you know, last night was a, a epic night, but I'm <laughs> I'm here today. I'm here today and ready to go. Bring you that fire. So yeah, uh, we'll have another show next week, yes, Fourth of July special. Special, special. MLB edition. MLB. Hopefully, we'll have a no. Next week is just MLB, so we're yeah. not we're not even talking. 
basketball. Not on that show. Maybe we'll do another show, talk a little bit NBA. NBA. But, but that's it. Hey, next week, MLB edition. Yeah. MLB edition. Make sure you guys check it out. Look for a Sunday morning. It should be up on all platforms. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, yeah. Appreciate you guys. Peace.